All right, welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick. And that uh, intro song is brought to you by last week's guest, Senjin Boychuk. He, uh, you know, gave us or wrote us an intro song, outro song thing, and, and, and it's amazing. Big, big rock and roll star or aspiring rock and roll star who's actually from the same area as this week's guest, uh, Carl, a.k.a. Tired and Frozen. Right on. That's that's a wicked cool intro. I love that. He, so he wrote the riffs and everything for that. That's all his yeah. editing. Yeah, man. You'll you'll hear if I don't know if you've listened to the podcast yet or not, but uh, next week's episode. Yeah, he's that's him, man. He's uh, that's rock wicked and roll cool. God. Wicked cool. I love that. I love that. It's super cool too that you're getting it from a like a local artist. You know how promote them, get them a little bit more. Everyone wins win right there. Hell yeah, you know, he's he's smaller on, on the socials too. He's got like 200 followers here, like 40 on I we'll think, YouTube and uh, yeah, and yeah, and, and 40 on YouTube and you know, he's he's starting up his own band here. He's been in many bands before, but you know, he's he's trying, right? He's there and I was put on to him by episode 9's guest who was like, hey, you got our episode 8? Episode, episode 9. Episode 9's guest, Angela from Backroad Truckers, who nice. who was like, you need to check this guy out. You need to talk to him. And sure enough, I reached out to him and he was more than more than down to do it. So That's fantastic. That's really yeah. cool. I love that. I love that so much. Um, how's my audio quality? I've never used this headset before. It's just one of those cheap plug-in ones. Yeah. So does Your it sound good though? You, you, awesome. know, you sound like an angel in my ears. Fantastic. That's what I'm here yeah. for. Like I'm, keep I'm... talking, I'm almost there. <laughs> let, let me get a towel. Hold on a sec. Start start singing the Catalina wine mixer. Welcome to the fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> right on. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. Uh, that's a classic. Shit. You gotta love it. Fuck yeah. How's it going, man? Oh, not too bad. Living the dream, buddy, working hard. I had a uh, had some time off. Actually, I still have some time off. I'm I'm not working hard. I'm lazy. Who am I kidding? I like to say I'm working hard. <laughs> How much time have you had off now? I had, uh, I took 10 days off from my actual job, but because of the way the schedule works, I ended up having 14 days off. And then I, then I only went back to work for three days and then I had three more days off. So I've been off money? almost. <laughs> Where's the money making? You know what? The, the crazy thing, this is the greatest thing ever. They pay me more to go on vacation than they do to go to work. They're like, please don't come in. Okay. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like the, like, like, it's like, let's say the Leafs trading or, okay, let's do this. It's like saying the uh, Oilers trade Jack Campbell to the Calgary flames and retain 50%. It's like, Hey, we're paying you not to play on this team. I think, right? I think I'm just too happy. Right. Cause I work with truckers and mechanics. So I, I yeah. walk in smiling, ready to rock the day. And they're like this, this fucking guy. Just go away. We're sick of your shit. Yeah, we <laughs> want to be miserable, and you're just not allowing it to happen. We're trying to bring down the morale here, and you're just bringing it up. Bastards. Jesus, man. Oh, yeah, gosh. Real good. What, what, what are you doing for work these days? Did I see recently I, that you just uh, started somewhere new? Well, I wouldn't say not recently. It's, it's I run a vacuum truck is like my primary job with this company. But the company has... Uh, a variety of things that they do. So like we have vac trucks, we have highway guys that just run, you know, interprovincial. We have, uh, there's a factory warehouse where people are working on a factory floor and stuff. So there's lots of different divisions. Eh? My primary job, like I said, is the vac truck, but if I want more hours or if I just, maybe it's slow on the back side, I go do other things. So it's, it's kind of nice. Cause if you follow me on social media, it's 
I'm always doing something different. Yeah. You know, you never, you never really know what the hell I, my actual job is. It's, it's really, it's really confusing sometimes. Like, did you, <laughs> did you switch again? Wait, did you go <laughs> back there again? Yeah. Wait, no, wait, I, you're over there. <laughs> and then I, I really like to screw with people too, because I have a, I have a lot of clothing from different people I've worked for or around. And I like to wear that clothing in a lot of my videos. So like even right now I'm wearing a branded shirt for a specific company. I don't work for them, but I just, I like, I like to throw that variety in there just to screw with people. So no one really knows. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> fucking, that's smart. You know, it's like that way there, they can't find you ever. They're just well, like, Hey, we want to fuck with this guy's employment. You know, let's go call his boss. Well, well, how many of these companies are they willing to call before they're like, yeah, that guy doesn't work here. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and, and, and there's, there's two aspects of that. Like for a while I did work for a company that was, very angry about the fact that I use social media. And then this company here, they actually have a social media policy. And they said, uh, we prefer you don't use it, but if you do, uh, don't be an asshole. And just like put a disclaimer, say, I don't speak for the brand or the company. Yeah. Right. I think that's perfect. So just to kind of remove them from what I do, but still somehow be in it. Right. I kind of screw with the branding and everything all the time. So there's no clear connection of where I'm from. (laughs) then i i find i have a um no issues there right there's like i think in three years two years three years i don't know i've been asked to take down three videos and i know it's coming i know it's coming right um because you know i'll post the video and my boss will call me in a weird time right and like (laughs) dick i'm like buddy he's like that video yesterday i'm like no (laughs) he's like dude it's funny, but you can't. And I'm like, uh, oh, all right. Like the one there, I made a video. I don't know if you saw the cat key video before it came down. Mm-hmm. It had like 50,000 views and I was scratching my ass with a cat key video. <laughs> and uh, it was Big Seuss's video actually that I stitched. And uh, it was fine. Everything was fine. I had the unit number in there, which was uh, okay until yeah, yeah. I pulled down my 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 uh, my coveralls on site. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, man, the guy the guy follows you. He thinks it's funny, but you had you oh. took your coveralls down. Yeah, and so that's, that's where a you, PPE you, violation. Yeah, but which is uh. weird because the guy didn't care if we wore our hard hats on site all day or not. He's <laughs> just like, hey man, we're out in the field here. You can, there's nothing falling from the sky. I'm like okay cool bud so the fact that you know he had an issue with the ppe thing was a little hypocritical but i mean it, hey it's his sandbox i was just yeah. playing in it, it's probably so. more of like a precautionary thing right in case the larger media or sorry the larger company heads see it right well jokes on him because i did he told me to take it off tiktok not facebook and on facebook it has 1.5 million views <laughs> nailed it nailed it, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> these guys here when i applied with this company someone who works here knows me and i didn't know that at the time eh? so they they approached him and they said hey do you know this guy and he said yeah and he told them about me and this and that then he phones me he says hey carl did you apply at this company i said yeah i did it goes oh fantastic i was showing them all your tiktok videos I don't even have the job, buddy. What are you? What are you doing? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure at this point with with TikTok and stuff like that, and and it has happened. I've been offered jobs. Mm-hmm. Right? 
I've been offered a few jobs actually. And you know, it'll take a lot to get me away from where I'm at, but and <laughs> yeah. it came real close. One time the guy was offering me the world. It was too good to be true. Right. Wow. Like, uh, he, he's like, I'll buy you a drone. You want a drone for your videos? I'm like, yes. <laughs> right. Yes, that had me, man. I was almost there. Right. I was like, nice. he paid for me to stay in a hotel in Edmonton while I went and checked out the where, uh, the, nice. the shop and stuff like that. And I knew he would, and I wanted to take my wife to Edmonton for the weekend anyways. So I was just like, I call him up I'm like, hey, I can come to the shop and check things out, make a couple of videos this weekend if you want. I just don't have a place to stay on my way back. Mm -hmm. I threw that in there. He's like, hotel's booked. <laughs> nice. nice. Nice, buddy. Nice. Yeah, no, unless a bit of a dickhead thing to do, but I mean, whatever. Unless they kick me out the door, I'm not going anywhere because these guys, by far, are the best place I've ever worked. They're so good it, to me. Is this the company you worked for when I met you? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I was so... doing, like, like I said, I was doing a separate job for them that wasn't a back job yeah yeah there you go no man i uh i was a little choked that day because i was staying at the what was it the paradise inn the rat nest inn the the rat nest inn <laughs> it was weird and then when you're like hey i'm also in town but i'm over here at the ramada i'm like hey go fuck yourself yeah it was great right it was great and my it, place it, or it, yours definitely yours <laughs> and the beauty of it is like they don't even when i when i was doing that run the company's like you got to sleep somewhere it's like i don't have a bunk in this truck like we'll buy a hotel I was like, you buy a hotel. They're like, no, no, just pick whatever one you like, whatever one makes you feel good, and then we'll pay for it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right so, on. So that that company that I worked for last summer, I go back there every summer, and it looks like I'm going back again this summer. Uh, when when I go do things like you, when I when I branch off from the crew and they send me on like an errand somewhere that's far enough away, mm -hmm. they they tell me, Hey, get your pick a hotel. And we'll book it. You just pick whatever one you want. And a couple a couple summers ago, we were in Swift. We were oh, they were up in where were they now? Saskatoon. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, heading down to Swift Current. And I was they're like, hey, get yourself something. All the hotels in Swift Current were booked, and I had to start more out towards Moose Jaw. And I, I didn't plan my trip properly, uh, but I, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to start wherever I start. Anyways, my boss is like, man, you can keep going and get yourself one of the fancy ones in Moose Jaw if you want. And I'm like, man, that's an extra hour drive. I'm like, I'm tired, right? <laughs> I'd do it. I, 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 I ended up staying at the Days Inn and in Swift Current. And looking back on it, where I actually started in the morning, I should have just went right to Moose Jaw. Because like, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I had to drive to Moose Jaw anyways. It, it, and, it's so close. Yeah. Could have stayed at the casino, right? Oh, had the best night. Had the best <laughs> night. I don't gamble. So like, I'm too cheap. I'm too cheap <laughs> for that. I, yeah, I'm too cheap for that. Uh, I work way too hard for my money and <laughs> to just give it away, you know? My, my mom manages a bar in a small town, which has the VLTs. And every time I go down there, cause I don't, I don't gamble either. And she'll like hand me like $40, like, just go try, see if you can win some money. It's your <laughs> money. No, I'm not putting more in there. Like you're not getting more out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time I've gone, yeah, I've went and played with someone else's money. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my mother-in-law gave me and my wife like a hundred bucks each once. I think I won nice. 80 bucks off that, like an extra 80 bucks. I cashed out within 10 minutes and I just walked around watching everyone else <laughs> for the rest of the time. Like, no, no, this is Hey, I just got, I just won. I'm leaving. Bye. My very first pair of rig boots, like the big green Dunlops that everyone wears was actually, it was down in Estevan. We were staying in a hotel room and I just had a really cheap pair of boots and we we're staying in a hotel room. And I went down to the VLTs and I put 40 bucks in and I won 300 
and I bought rig boots and I kept that say, I bet you it was five, six years. I still had that same pair of rig boots before I finally was like, okay, now I can buy a new pair. <laughs> I have, uh, I swear by, by Baffin. I wear yeah. nothing but Baffins and the ice bears. And um, I was in a tank last month and there was this acid stuff on the wall and it wasn't coming off no matter what we use. So they said, Hey, xylene works. I'm like, okay, xylene. So xylene, like anything that ends in ene is cancer causing. Yep. So like we had to go under air, yada, yada, yada. And this shit ate through my boots. Oh. Ate, ate them. Brand new Baffins. I was like, you, I just got them. I'd so, be so pissed. Oh, I was. I was very pissed. Um, my, we own a safety company, so we get our boots like super cheap, sometimes free. Mm -hmm. So um, I ordered more Baffins from them, but they didn't have any Baffins in, so they sent me Dunlops. And I'm like, that's not what I asked for, oh. but all right. So what I did was I went on to Instagram. I found Baffin Canada. I messaged them. I'm like, hey. And I don't like doing it, but I was like, hey, you know what? Um, my name's, you know, Dick Frost. And, you know, here's my socials and my, the followers I have and stuff like that. And I swear by Baffin. And, you know, like, are you looking for a brand ambassador right now? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, will you, are you looking for anybody? And the guy messaged me back. He's like, hey, I'm not the person to ask for this, but here's an email where you can do that. But I can send you a pair of boots. Thank you for supporting Baffin. Which ones do you want? I went on and I ordered the most expensive pair they had, the Ice Bears. And nice. I got them for free, right? I'm like, fuck yeah. So I sent the Baffin lady an email and, and she's like, hey, circle back around next month and we'll talk about it. I'm like, okay, cool. So right, I got I got actually got to send that email right now. Actually, <laughs> well, when we're done here, probably. So yeah, that'd be cool to get a Baffin. Uh, I, I put I put it up on my socials, actually. Like, hey, if I had a Baffin uh, uh, sponsorship, uh, brand sponsorship, would you use it? We use the code. And it was like 90% said yes on Facebook oh. and Instagram. So huge, huge. Yeah. 10%. Is, this, this recording, is this going to be like, is there going to be a video put out as well or just the audio? Yeah. I, I use the video for uh, YouTube and okay. I have the on the throne podcast, TikTok page where I put up yeah. teaser trailers. So perfect. Because now when everyone watching the video and they see me just kind of like wandering around in here, uh, we were talking about this before we recorded. It's because the camera is inverted, and I'm not used to the inverted camera. So when I'm when I'm sitting here staring at myself, it feels like I'm leaning the wrong way in the camera, and then I keep trying to correct it. But <laughs> it's I'm not. It's just, I'm not. I'm not accustomed to the inverted camera, and it's it's messing with my brain. So go to your left. <laughs> go to your left. Left. That's your left. Could you go to your right. Right. And I'm going to my, this is my left. So I'm going to my left. Let's headbutt. You go to your right. I got to go to my right. There you go. <clears throat> See? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I keep, I keep shifting in my chair because I'm, I'm in my, in my head. I, I see myself sitting one way and I look in the camera and I'm sitting the other way. I'm like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> What's my so, photogenic side? What what are your socials uh, before we get too far here where people can find you here? If they decide Everything they, is tired and frozen. Like yeah. Tired and Frozen. I have Tired and Frozen. TikTok is primary. I do have a YouTube, but it's it's just rehashing the TikToks, to be honest. Uh, Instagram, of course, Tired and Frozen 1. Someone took Tired and Frozen, apparently. Bastards. <laughs> and I do I do have Twitter, but I don't I don't use that one as much. Mostly Instagram and TikTok would be your best spots. Twi Twitter pisses me off. <laughs> um, that's, I, I called the episode Awake and Warm because you're tired and frozen. So Excellent. Okay, yeah. hold on. 
sometimes people like will meet me, especially in the summer. They'll say, aren't you tired and frozen? I said, no, I'm just kind of hot and annoyed right now. <laughs> like, I was trying to give the opposite response. How does that usually go over? I mean, everyone usually just has a laugh. And then most people don't stay too much after that. They're just like, oh, I know you on social media and I like your videos. And that's pretty much the end of the interaction. Eh? Like, when, <laughs> Never when I, meet your heroes. <laughs> what, no, no, one's, no one's ever ran into me in like a public space where I wasn't working. You know, so like they'll see me doing something and it's, it, you know, I'm doing something difficult or something disgusting because I work a dirty job and they're just kind of like, they're like passing by, like, at least your TikToks are good, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank uh, you. I actually <laughs> ran into you in a hotel room and sat in your bed once. That's what she said. Yo, <laughs> I got to lay, I did, I lay down on, on it. We did. I, we did. I, we I cuddled. Think, I think. I think we did we, a little we, bit. We had a full spoon. You got mm-hmm. to be the big spoon for once. I did. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm like, I'm, you know, people always make fun of my height, right? Yeah, got to be the big spoon. Like, I'm a big boy compared to your average American. I'm on the larger side of mammal. <laughs> yeah, you are, you, you're a pretty big man. Yeah, you're big. Like, so we've talked about that before, you know, uh, mm-hmm. mainly in that video, your abortion video <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> popped up where uh, I think it was downtown who said, you're, you're a big dude. And, and the hose you were manhandling, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a light hose. No. You just grab no, it no. with one hand and you're like, <laughs> I'm a back truck driver. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny too when I did that because I, I, I recorded like maybe three or four times. It wasn't much. It was just a couple because I kept trying to find the way that I found would be like the most, most intimidating, I guess. Yeah. And, and so ultimately, I was like, okay, well, I need to be intimidating, so I need to look down, right? Because I gotta, I gotta be over top of whatever. So I knew that part, and I'm like, I'm holding the hose different ways, and I'm like shifting it across my body, and like, and then in the end, it was just the stupidest thing. I'm just gonna walk in holding it. And for some reason, I gave this like really empowering aspect to it, <laughs> and it worked. Nineteen oh, yeah. million views, man. Oh, yeah, it's late. Five or whatever it's at right now. It's today, like it's it's been six months or so, and it's still every time I open TikTok, there's a bunch of notifications for that particular video. Well, when I stitched it, um, I could only do one take because I only had one glove to give. <laughs> <laughs> I've given a lot of gloves to the hose. It, oh. I've given lots of love <laughs> to my hose too. <laughs> Especially no, in camp life. I, yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, I didn't know how I was going to do it. And then, and then as the video was going, I'm like, Oh, I have a great idea, but I can't stop the video right now. And then, yeah. so I held it and I put my hand in it a little bit and I slid <laughs> my hand out of it and it's gloved. And then, if I didn't like it or not, you know, that was it. One take we're done. Right. How to, had a little bit of Diet Coke there stuck in my belly, and I didn't want to burp into the, the microphone. Just to add a little extra context to what's going on. There you go. <laughs> you see him, he looked like he was about to like keel over and die there for a second. I'm trying. I'm trying. So so were you like fat at one point in time or something? Oh, yes. So th- that is actually... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fantastic. Because there's so much related to social media about that and why it's important. I used to be over 330 pounds. So I used to be a, a very, very big boy. I stopped weighing myself at 330 and I saw the photos. I I would say 350, 360 at my top. I was nice. heavier than what I tell people. But yeah, actually I lost a ton of weight. I got down to 212 pounds was the lightest I ever was. 
and my, my fucking nipples, man, they dropped to my belly button. It was, they were, they were just like, they look like condoms with a bit of water in there, fucking swinging and stuff. Like I was so, it's so much skin. I was so loose. And then, uh, and then from there I started like trying to build a little bit more to get a little stronger, a little bigger. And I built a little bit of a physique and some power and whatnot. That's when I started social media. Because then I started going on Instagram and on Facebook because I wanted to talk to people about health and fitness. And I wanted to talk to people who had lost because at my peak, I'd lost like 120 some pounds, 130 pounds. And that that was the message I wanted to spread. And that's where it all began. And then it just progressed into me being a dumbass at some point. And, and so you're saying that you didn't go on the subway diet. No, definitely not. No, no, <laughs> actually, uh, I did eat. I did eat a lot of bread, a lot of bread. Yeah, no, no, there was no diet plan. It was, it was, it was like really, really stupid things. Like uh, at the time, I was doing a a truck driving run from Saskatoon to Edmonton and back. That's all I did, just pin to pin. And I was like, I'm just gonna not put cream in my coffee. But but you figure I was drinking. I was drinking three to four double doubles from Tim Hortons at an extra large. Well, that's 300 calories of coffee. I'm cutting out 1200 calories one day just, yep. just by drinking my coffee black, you know? So like, and it's, and then I was like, Oh, well now, and I was stopping in Lloyd Minster. I was getting chips every time. Well, I'm going to stop buying those chips in Lloyd Minster, you know? And it was just these, these stupid little tiny things, tiny, tiny things. You know, I, I got to a point where I always ate breakfast every day. I just, I just stopped eating pancakes for breakfast. Oh, I'm going to eat eggs from now on and i'm going to use one tablespoon of butter instead of half a pound of butter when i cook them and just fucking over the time just leaned right out now i'm Good fat again <laughs> now <laughs> well, you're not that fat like how fat are you now so so today i weighed in at 285 uh okay but this i like to call this my performance fat i i've so when I, when I was down to 212 like i said i was very very scrawny i didn't like the way my body felt i felt very weak I didn't like the way my skin looked and stuff. I was uncomfortable. Like even around my wife, I didn't like taking my shirt off because I did. I was so insecure with how I felt. So I started building muscle and whatnot. And now today I'm up to 280. So 280 is a bit, it's a little bit too heavy. Not, not because of the way I look, but because of the way I feel, right? Like I'm, I'm starting to lose. I can't move quite as good as I want. I can't move as fast as I want. Well, that's, you know, I, and that's that's part of it too. That's part of it too. But I like I compete in a sport that requires me to move fast. So it's all about finding that level of of fatness to leanness where I have enough weight that I can move heavy things, but I'm light enough that I can move with speed. What sport do you do? I throw trees. You throw you throw trees. Like is this like <laughs> do you literally Okay, I okay. You gotta you gotta give more context to that. The Highland Games. If you oh, if you know fuck. The, yeah, the Highland like Games. Scottish, so, right? I'm not, no. I, I, I like a true colonizer, I just appropriated it. But okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like one, one of the events is the caber toss. Caber is Gaelic for tree. So it's literally well, the tree toss. I think we found our, our, our clip to use there. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, but yeah, so like there's that. And then there's, you have the weight for distance, which in, um, and you also have the hammers. So if you watch the Olympics, there's the discus and there is the, um, the hammer toss or two events in the Olympics. So these versions are like the, are like the, 
you know, medieval Scottish version of those before it helped got refined. So obviously we know that the Greeks started this, these, these sports first, but as we progressed through time and as more countries got involved, it did get refined with a large influence from the, the Scottish version. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's big. It's a, Oh, if you ever watched, I don't know if it's in the movie. It doesn't matter. It's a big ball and chain, iron ball and chain, and you fucking you humding that yeah, cocksucker as far as you yeah, can. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, there's it, 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 in the Highland Games. You have the hammer, and yep. our hammer is like uh, it's it's just a big iron ball on a stick, and it's a solid solid stick. And you got to th- you throw it like a golf club. You know, you just get pissed off and fucking. There's a lot and, of hammer talk happening here, and I should yes. really call her. Hammer time. I, I go home. I go home in eight days. I can't oh, wait nice. to lay the hammer down. So it's gonna be the most yeah. glorious 13 seconds of the night. Oh, buddy, that's twice. <laughs> then that'll be yeah, yeah. Like she, yeah, yeah. 13 seconds between two times. You know what I mean? Like that's that's one of those days you break the barrier and it's like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it, it, it came out of the pants and that was it. <laughs> They got fresh air done. <laughs> I can yeah. breathe, my precious. <laughs> it's so much easier when I don't got to take off four layers of clothes. Yeah. It's just there. <laughs> yeah, it's hard taking two inches of dick out of six inches of Carhartt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I got to stick my thumb on my ass just to find it. Oh, no, that's that's just fun. That's just, if I'm feeling frisky, we get, we, get, we get it in there and scratch it. Oh, my <laughs> Oh, nothing beats a good ass scratching, man. Like, holy, like, dude, like the other day, like I started off because it was itchy, but I stayed there for a little longer than necessary. Unless it's bedtime. You go to sleep with an itchy one. You're waking up with some, some fresh war paint. (laughs) (laughs) Go to bed with itchy bum, wake up with pink pink eye, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) Guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) why is there blood on my pillows (laughs) oh i didn't clip my nails (laughs) (laughs) i'd be lying if i said that's never happened before (laughs) gotta bite that little bit of dirt makes breakfast taste a little bit better (laughs) gotta get that little bit of dirt underneath your nail like uh more flavorful than usual yeah so how'd you get into the highland games anyway um when when I was when I was super lean, I, I'd always loved strength sports and things where people prove how strong they are. And so a competition that actually came to Saskatoon, I went and watched. And like I was I was in my glory. Like I was st- I was like standing like behind the announcer. Oh my look how strong he is. And like I'm I'm pumped, pumped. So when it was all over, I just walked into the field. Literally walked into the field. I walked up, man. I was like, I want to do this. How do, how do I do this? And he's like, oh, my name is so-and-so. Here's how you reach me on Facebook. Come out to the field Wednesday at this time. And then I showed up Wednesday at this time. And then from there, I met, I met uh, some, some like strong man, the actual sport of strong man, if, if you know world's strongest man. I met some people who trained for that. I met a bunch of Highlanders. I met, uh, I met people who do powerlifting on like high provincial national levels. And it just, because strength is so, it's a very small community. There's not a lot of people who are trying to be the strongest people in the world. Yeah. And so you just, you, everyone kind of knows everyone and you go around in the circles and find what you like. And, uh, super cool. That's pretty cool. So it's like speed dating, <laughs> except for you're, you're not trying to date yeah, the guys it, it, in the circle. You're trying. Well, to- I mean, <laughs> 
Is there some good-looking dudes? Oh, man. They, they, if nothing else, they will pick you up and throw you around. <laughs> Whoa. Throw me against the wall, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but oh, it's not speed. It's more like it's speed sporting. Just You just meet all the people in the sport. Party on. Oh, I thought you said sporking. I was like, what? Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, to be fair, there is nothing gayer in our society than men in the gym. It it does it does not get gayer than that. It's all about eyeing up the dude beside you, and like there's dramatics. Like there's guys who wear the hoodies and they gotta pull their hoodie off and look, I'm so muscular. Like it is, <laughs> it doesn't get gayer than men in the gym. <laughs> like like, do you ever go in there and see a butts uh, a dude's butt cheek and just like? Look at that. Right? <laughs> you know, there's, <laughs> there's there's groping, there's feeling, lots of grunting. I've, I've had a man's oh. nuts in my face. You ever see how they squat? <laughs> or sorry, how they squat, how they spot a bench press? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so yeah. It, okay. If there are people who are unfamiliar with the bench press, right? Everyone knows the basic chest thing you're laying on your back. If you're doing super, super heavy and you need someone to lift that off your chest, guess where they stand? Right at your eye. <laughs> so you got you got you got you got a wafting nutsack in your face. You know, like it's not. It doesn't get gayer than men in the gym. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone commented on one of my videos the other day. I think it was. The, I don't know if you've seen the video I did where it's like always in the sun, but no one's sun's ever in me. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that one did fairly well, actually. Someone actually invited me to tag along with her and her husband. She's like, "We're looking for a third. and I was just like. Uh, uh, no, because like you're <laughs> you want me for him, so like no one's son is ever in me. Where is this going here? Right? Like, like, no, I'm gonna be in him if anything, right? Like, oh, right? So I love people. Yeah. <laughs> so someone someone commented on it. And they're like, no one's more gayer than blue collar straight men. Oh yeah, I I, I see that yeah. joke a few bit too. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's it's true. It's very yeah. true. So one time you get to be free. <laughs> <laughs> My wife can't judge me here. Right? <laughs> ah, <laughs> glorious. Uh, have you ever hurt yourself while you were like throwing hammers and? Oh, wood? I I've I've, <laughs> I've never I've never had any major major injuries relatively speaking you know like I've, I've tweaked my back a little bit like right now my my left shoulder's got a little bit of tweak to it nothing major things that are just like hey don't don't go lift is a heavy from, rock for is a that week. from hammering oh no but that's all wrist that's all wrist oh okay that's all wrist that's all in the wrist <laughs> really a carpal tunnel in your um, wrist. camps camps i did carpal tunnel in my wrist i, for sure. I did it we'll we'll do we'll do the um because I, I remember you did a video talking about how like well, what the hell was it about working long hours and stuff? And then there's a lot of comments saying you're being exploited by your employer. And oh yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So th th this plays into that perfectly. I actually tore partial tear my LCL on my right knee. So that is the, the ligament on the outside of your knee. Okay. okay so that, that, I did a partial tear to that. And I worked a physical manual labor job on that for two weeks. And then I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, you, can't walk on this you got to go and rehab and this and that and i said like i've i've been working on this for like two weeks and i explained what my job was at the time and the doctor just like wide-eyed are you fucking retarded you know like as you know bill's gotta be paid i don't i don't have a choice you know you work through it 
And although luckily though, it did actually heal up quite well and I don't have any residual pain or difficulty with it. I can still move with higher performance there. Oh, for now. Just wait yeah. until you're 60, right? Oh, that's and, what they all say. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what everyone says. He says <laughs> as he pumps cortisone shots into his leg every morning. Like <laughs> I always I, I hear that all the time too. And I've I've heard, especially hear it from older people who who do have like chronic pain from injuries when they're young. And my, my big my big beef with that is there, there is a huge, huge difference from uh, the pain you get for not taking care of your body and pain from when you do take care of your body, Absolutely. you know? So like as I age, like right now I'm at a part in my life, like I'm in my thirties and most of the people I know in, in their thirties have started developing some sort of pain. They'll have some sort of weakness. You know, you get like the, you know, the common joke is like, you know, I crack and I pop, I make groans when I'm getting out of bed. I have none of those. I have no pain. I have no discomfort. I fly out of bed because even, even though I have been injured and I've done these things, I'm actively pursuing things that strengthen my muscles, that strengthen my bones, that strengthen my mobility. So I, I, I'll, I'll be able to maintain health and performance into a, a longer lifespan. And, yeah. and like, you can even see that, like, look at, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Uh, there's an iconic individual. The fucking dude's pushing 80. Yeah. You know? Oh, Sylvester like, Stallone. Yeah. 80, 80. You know, it also says a lot for, you know, 60 years of testosterone injections, but <laughs> I've, you know, I can't, my budget doesn't afford that. <laughs> well, you could rob a bank, go to the casino more. I don't know. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, no, I go, I go to the chiropractor and get a massage and get chiro, you know, um, and, and I try to take care of myself as best I can right now. I'm really chowing down on these wagon wheels in camp because <laughs> I haven't seen them in forever. And I'm like, wagon wheels. Every time I see one, I'm like, rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock me, mama, like I know you will. Hey. I, uh... And every time I sing that song, it's because I've looked at a wagon wheel and now I want to go get a wagon wheel. <laughs> I sung the song. Now it's time to eat a wagon wheel. Fantastic. I, uh, I actually have training as a nutritionist. So I, I, I've gone through a few different types of training for nutritionists, None, not dietitian. I want to specify that because there is a very this strong distinction there, but I have done a lot of training in nutrition and whatnot, done a lot of training in sport performance. And I've done a lot of training in, and sports themselves, like coaching, you know, particular sports and whatnot. And sometimes I forget that I've done all these things and then I'm sitting on the weekend and I'll step on a weight scale and I'll go, God, why am I so heavy? You know, I, I know all this information. I've done all this muscle. training. Uh, no, no, it's because I drank 24 beer last night. Oh, <laughs> that'll do it. But hey, that, 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 that counts as we didn't take, though, right? You know, so it, 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 adds, it adds up. Doesn't that count as uh, wheat intake? Mm, nope. No? Isn't there wheat in beer? Well, I mean, depending on the kind you get, could have rice beer. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Budweiser so is technically great. rice beer, and I drink Guinness. Actually, I drink Stout. Stout is that another? Is that another appropriation that the colonizer has adopted? Oh, absolutely. I love absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I, it, it, it's good because uh, technic technically, my 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 heritage as well as like I'm a first generation Canadian. I'm 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 the son of immigrants. I guess there's that second generation. Doesn't matter. Uh. So the first time I competed in the Highland Games, you ha you have to wear a kilt. It's regulation. You can't compete unless you're in a kilt. 
So I'm wearing yeah. a kilt and I'm wearing the garb and this and that. My dad, my dad comes over and he walks up to me and my dad had like a really, really thick, like Russian, Polishy type accent, you know, and he goes, my son, the Scott. <laughs> it's like, it was just, it was, it was too perfect. It was too perfect. <laughs> um, so shit, you were saying there, the Polish accent. I love that fucking thing that you do. Oh, oh, old Joseph there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to professional driving. Yeah, that's when I first started seeing you on TikTok. Actually, that's like that. That's all I, I thought that was your accent. That Hell? that was a lot of people thought that was my accent. A lot of people did. That was the first time I got any notoriety on social media, and that and that's when I moved away from health and fitness social media and into just me being me, is because of those videos. Um, and those videos also got me in a lot of trouble with an employer, which is why I don't make them anymore. Really? Why, why is that? Why did it get you in trouble? So uh, an employer had saw a couple of the videos and then they had reached out to me and they said that the use of that accent was bigoted towards people of Eastern Europe what? and that I was being offensive to them. And so my response was, and they said, no, you can actually speak perfect American English. So that's offensive. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? Yeah. Everything offends everybody <laughs> at all times. Nowadays. And that, that's what it was. It was because I was working for a, a large international company. It was just, it was that hyper, hyper sensitive, like, we cannot have even the slightest tinge of negativity in any fashion whatsoever related to us, which, you know, even, even that aspect of it at the time with all my videos, there was no branding. There was no showing of equipment. There was nothing that indicated who I worked for unless you already knew, like if yeah. you already knew you would look at it and go, Oh, I've done that before I recognize. But if you didn't already work with me, you would have no way of knowing. There, um, it's kind of funny because like, you know, at first, when I first started TikTok, I couldn't show the trucks. Mm -hmm. I couldn't show the brand, the name of the company anywhere. Right. So like, you know, I'd always stand a little to the side that you couldn't see the logo. <laughs> right. And, uh, and I made a video about, um, you know, what we do and where we're at and whatnot. And I thought it was funny. We were, we were I was it's like, hey, uh, is your poop in a group, or is your coil, or is your soil in a coil? Um, uh, you know, and I'm like, call TCR today, right? And I was so I'm like, we got we got combo vax, we got straight vax, and for nice. those really large loads, we got semi vax, nice. right? And fucking, uh, and then at the end, I said, uh, in because in this Canadian, because in this liberal economy, we got we uh, what did it say? Oh, um. Fuck, I can't remember how it went. Because in this liberal economy, we're all in this shit together. That's <laughs> what I said, right? And then, yeah. And then, uh, boom, 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 I want you in my room was the background song. And nice. I sent it to my boss. And I'm like, man, this is funny. And I, because I showed all the trucks, right? I'm like, this is yeah. funny. Can I, can I post it? He's like, leave it with me for a week. I'll send mm. it to my bosses and see what they say. I'm like, okay, cool. A week later, nothing. So I, I, I message him. I'm like, man anything back about that video he's like you know what dude just post it yeah, you know, yeah just just do it i'm like okay cool so i threw it up 
And within an hour, it had 40,000 views on it, I think it was. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of nice. And at this point, I was already doing the Terry videos. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. How yeah. long will it take Terry to kick me out? And that yeah. was already, you know, he was getting attention from his bosses and family out east and all over the place, right? And people still talk about those videos. And I still yeah. do them once in a while. But, uh, you know, so it, it took off. And then we started, we started getting work out of it. Oh, nice. right so nice. then they're like hey show the trucks more we don't care <laughs> and then i'm like okay cool so i started doing it more and um you know we got a pretty big like decent partnership out of it with Ooh. a company in fort mac nice. and um yeah so they went and had a meeting with them and uh and i'm like hey so does this mean i get a raise and i pretty <laughs> much got laughed off the phone yeah. right but he's like no well, we're thinking about putting you on our website I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, yeah. that, that's that, whatever. That's cool. It's not a raise. Yeah. You know, we'll put me on the website. It's not going to put more food on my table, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But whatever. Cool. Um, I, I, I continue to do it for a little while. And I know they listen everywhere and they probably have heard the podcasts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I, I, I don't say anything because I'm not a drama queen and I don't, they've got way more issues on their plate. And, yeah. You know, so. You know, um, I didn't benefit off of that. You know, yeah, what I mean? it, it's like, one of those things where not ne- the goal isn't necessarily to benefit from it. No, but no. we should at least be recognized for our work. Yeah, and so like, you know, um, I didn't get a raise. I asked for a raise, and it was kind of like, well, you know, and and you know what, I I'm still here two years later, yeah. so it wasn't that big of a deal. But uh, I wanted a different room in camp because I've been in this room for like five years in this shit <laughs> shitty room. I wanted one on the nice side of camp, and yeah. I got laughed at, and no, and you know, so so then I, and and people have said it, even the big boss has said it. Hey, we've noticed you haven't used the trucks in your videos that much anymore. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, man. You know what, like. I, I yeah. have a platform for me that you want to manipulate for you. And yes. I have nothing against you guys. I love you. I love my job. I love everything about it. But if you want yeah. to take you into my world, then you, you have to meet me there somehow. And to be fair, to be fair, and I will, I will say this with every fiber of my being, none of this would be possible without them, right? Oh, for sure. Like my boss, all he had to do was say, hey, knock the, knock the videos off on site. Knock those down, knock that yeah, shit off. Yeah. And, and none of this would be happening. Then it changes. I mean? yeah. so, so like, you know, it's half dozen of one and the one half dozen of the other or whatever that saying what, goes. How does that expression go? It's one. Half it's a dozen six, of one, six of the other? It's half dozen of one, six of the other. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. So like, I, yeah. Your um, the, the videos where you, where you go talk to Terry, I wanted to rip that off so bad, but I can't do it because he, he told me no, but I want to do it with my mechanic <laughs> specifically. Because every time I, I approach my mechanic, he answers me differently. Yeah. And it, it's always fantastic. Because sometimes I go in there and I'll just, I'll, I'll like yell across the shop like, hey, what the fuck do you want, Carl? Or, you know, or, or the next time I'll be like, hey, be like, you're a smart guy. You can figure it out. <laughs> and, and every oh. time I, I've never told them anything. I've, I've, I have said nothing. I've just walked in, looked at him and said, hey. And then he, he gives me some snappy retort before I even tell him what's going on. I, just, I love it so much. I wish I could just walk in and be like, 
What's well, the mechanic going to say to me today? Well, <laughs> well, like, yeah, you should do something like that because, you know, <laughs> I work on a back truck too. I know shit goes wrong and shit goes sideways real fast, right? And, you know, <laughs> shit goes <laughs> up. Shit goes up. Shit goes up the hose, right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, and, and our mechanic, you know, he's stressed, right? You know what I mean? He's the only mechanic here and you know, a bunch of idiots, right? Driving these trucks. It's not ours. We don't pay for them. Let's drive them like we stole them. Let's yeah. just burn them to the ground, right? And every time we come up or we have to call him, he's like, what now? Right? And, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, yeah, exactly, man. And and he can't get all his other work done, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, yeah, you should give do a, that to mechanics. Give a big, big shout out to mechanics, though, because, like, th- this guy, like, my, my head mechanic is by far the best mechanic I've ever interacted with my entire life. I swear to God, I can, it could be 2 a.m. I can phone this guy and I can be like, hey, my truck went clunk, clunk, kerput. And that, <laughs> I'll give him that description. And then he'll, uh, oh, okay, well, grab this wrench and this piece of tape and go to this part of the engine and twist this and turn that and it'll work. Huh? How the fuck do you know that? My description made no sense. You know, yeah. like, just incredible. <laughs> well, so yeah. Shout same, out to mechanics. Just shout out to mechanics. Same <laughs> with this guy. You know, he came from like, I think he worked at a car dealership before. Nothing completely different from back trucks, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he comes in here. He read a manual, yada, yada, yada. And now he's like, hey, you call him. He's like, hey, this is wrong. He's like, it's right here. Fix that shit. You're good to go. <laughs> right. And if it's not that, then he, you know, he, he, Fucking tries, dude. Give him a big shout out for trying because you know what? Like, there there are times it. where it's just it's just stupidity. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, hey, hey, man, the truck shut down. Oh, okay, okay. What what's happening? What 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 happened before that? Mm. Yada yada yada. Well, if you go too fast, the positive air shut shut off. We'll we'll turn the truck off, right? So we were stuck on the side of the road for like an hour and a bit. And my buddy's like, okay, I don't want to make the phone call, but I have to. I'm done trying to make figure out what's wrong. So he picks up the phone. He makes the phone call. He's like, oh, fuck. Hang, hangs up, goes, turns the positive air shut off back on, and it fires up. Right? Nice. Like that nice. simple. That simple, right? The mechanic wasn't even there. He's just like, how fast were you going down that hill? Oh, it's this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but my, my favorite is so I, there was like three incidents happened all in a row like three days back to back i phone him up i say this is the issue he goes okay crawl underneath the engine here by your fuel tank look for this thing hit that with a hammer tonk oh, okay good next day i go i'm having issues with i think it was like my pto of some sort it goes okay go to this part of your truck crawl under here do this thing hit that with a hammer started working okay next day i have a i have a boiler system has some issues there. Climb on top of your trailer, open this lift gate, go to that thing, fucking drill it with a hammer. Okay. So <laughs> three days in a row, three things fixed with a sledgehammer. So then I, you know, then I'm sitting there like, what? Is, is your whole job just hitting things with a hammer? Yeah, most of the time, actually. Most of the time. <laughs> hey, I'm going to try that next time when the window doesn't want to go down. <laughs> hey, go get that hammer for me. <laughs> I mean, it'll go down. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I might be fired afterwards. <laughs> or at least get a strong talking to. I would say blame it on the swamper, but... Uh... Oh, I know how that would go, <laughs> <laughs> man. I can't believe how many people want to make fun of me for being a swamper. <laughs> of course, like, you have to. You have have to. you seen the comments on my videos about being sw- a swamper? Oh, I know. It's one thing I find interesting too is like some people 
genuinely treat a different job with like actual disrespect. Like they yeah. literally dislike that person. Yeah. And it's, it's a, what, it, it's a valuable job, man. It's, it, and it's, there's like, there's people who, who, you know, Oh, well, I just, I drive and I have a bitch who does this work. It's like, well, what if he wasn't there? Then what? Right. You yeah. would fucking hate your job. Like appreciate yeah. the guy that's there working beside you. Hey man, I sit in the, I, I'm a passenger princess and I love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, do I want to get my class three? Fuck no, I don't. Right. I don't want to be held down by an electronic log. Will I make more money? Sure. But I'm also a danger to myself and the motoring public. I can't keep a pickup truck in between the ditches. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hit the ditch on the regular. Well, uh, it's important I, to I recognize that. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I don't like driving at night because at nighttime, my brain says, hey, sleep. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it happens. No matter how much I yell, scream and hit myself and crank the AC and, and have the music going, I pass out anyways. Right. And, and you know, it doesn't matter. And there's a couple times where I'm like, I don't remember going the last three hours, right? You know what I mean? And um, this one time, you know, I I was I was definitely sleeping while I was while I was driving to Dawson Creek, and uh, you know, had it not been from for the big bright lights of the oncoming semi waking me up and putting me back in my lane, I that would have been her. Never, it would have been her. But I, you know yeah. what I mean? I could have hit a moose, could have hit a car that I was coming up on. Who knows? You know, I've made a lot of videos in relation to the difficulties that exist within the transportation industry and like trucking and whatnot. Because a lot of people, we, we look at we look at driving and the different jobs and driving. They say, "Well, I, I can drive my car to work. What's the big deal about that?" Right? They don't they don't recognize the true difficulties of it. And and I think what we forget is that a semi truck, regardless of its vocation, is a piece of heavy equipment. Yep. Right. No, no one driving their car to work says I can now drive an excavator on a construction site. <laughs> right. You, you recognize that difference between your car oh, and yeah. heavy machinery. And we, we don't seem to recognize that with trucks so much, you know, and like even with, even within our industry, you know, I had a conversation with a gentleman uh, about two weeks ago and he was, he was with me in my back truck. We were, we were going to do some work. And he says, you know, I've, I've been driving truck for 30 years for the, this company. Because when your job was invented, like when they bought the equipment and started this, this position with the company, it was offered to me and I did it for a week and I bet you I hit one thing every single day. Every single day I hit something and I said, I can't do this job, you know? And it's just, it's, it, it, it's just important that that recognition that one, it's heavy machinery and yeah, it, it takes a certain type of person to do a certain type of work. Yep. You know, I, I, I do well in driving. I don't think I would do well in your job. You know, I don't think I would do well on, on, doing the swamping stuff. I like it. You know what? Nothing better than making a fuck ton of money to sleep all the time, right? <laughs> you can't you know, go wrong. I, you can't go wrong, man. Like, so we get in the truck no matter what time of day it is. I get called out two in the afternoon as soon as we're moving. There's two guarantees. Absolutely. I got a boner and I'm sleeping. <laughs> Dude, it's so weird, bro. And I've noticed this since I was like little, you know, like I used to. <laughs> used it's, to it's, the, it's the rumble of the diesel engine just vibrating you happy. <laughs> Probably, man. It used to be really awkward because I used to work with my dad, right? So like, and he'd be driving to work. I was like 12, 13, 14. And what... I'd pass out and I'd wake <laughs> up with this giant boner, right? And like, you know what I'd be like? I, I, I don't know what's worse about over. that. The fact that it happened or the fact that it's with your dad. There's there's so much to unpack there, Dick. 
well like well like I, I wake up and i'm like got drool all over my face and i'm like hope it was drool dad were you driving the whole time right like, <laughs> but, like that's horrendous so that's you know i i wake up drool on my face and i look down I'm like oh my god did he notice that at all did he look down at any point in the last hour and be like whoa right like <laughs> you know and and it happens all the time when i'm in the back truck too you know what i mean like hell i could be awake and the rumbling does it you know what i mean i think it is the rumbling of the engine that's what it is it's so soothing it's so soothing i uh i'm home every day i don't i don't go out like i'll go overnight but like i'll leave you know i'll leave tomorrow at noon i'll come back the next day at 5 p.m so i'm I'm home every day and I, i love sleeping in the truck i do if i can find a nice dark spot leave the truck running with it vibrating you know you can oh man so nice just lulls you to sleep so good the only downside is the bed is this wide and I'm that wide. So yeah. Hey, I like I like the bunk of the truck. You know what I mean. But also, oh, I've, I've learned always... as as the swamper, I've learned to get very comfortable sleeping in the swamp seat. My knees up on on the on the dash <laughs> a little bit, and you know, just pass right out, and I can hold myself up just fine. You know, sometimes to, uh... I'll wake up with my head in the driver's lap. You'll have to do like one of those like passenger princess videos, but in the truck, right? Dirty boots and everything like, like reaching over, touching his hand on the shifter. <laughs> I, I did the other day. I uh, used the filter with the Disney princess shoes. Oh, yeah, nice. nice. Yeah. And it was like um, something about life as a swamper and then forever a passenger princess. Oh right? yeah, and, yeah. And that's, you know, Oh, don't you want to get your class three or one? Don't you want to not be a loser? Yada, yada, nah. yada, bro. Listen, I don't want to nah. be in this industry forever. If I get my class one or three, that's, you know, I'm stuck. I can kind you of know, lock I, in. Yeah. It locks me in. And you know what? I, um, I don't need to, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, I, I make enough money. You know what I mean? I, my family's fed, my family's clothed. We do more than just survive. And you know, that's all that matters. I yeah. don't know why you got to treat me any differently. Like, listen, <laughs> like you said earlier, they'd be bitching if they didn't have a swamper. Right. Yeah. And, and that's just it. You know, there's days where it's like, Oh, fucking swampers. And there's like, where's my fucking swamper. Right. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, Hey, I get in the tank so you don't have to. You know, and it happens at every level too, right? Like I, I, I'm an operator, you know, I'll, I'll get people in an office, look down at me, oh, dumbass truck driver. Well, come on out. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, come on out. If, if, deal with the stress. You know, the, the amount of times that, you know, I've been backing a truck into somewhere and I do a lot of like urban downtown city stuff, you know, I'm backing a truck into a back alley type place and I got cars honking and swearing at me. Like, come on. You do it then. You you put it in here. If it, you know, yeah. Like people just get pissy about things that they don't have to do and they don't understand what it's like to do. Well, proximity does not equal knowledge. <laughs> this is true. I this learned that true. on another podcast that I listened to. Shout out to the Second Act podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, he was actually episode eight. I want to say. So or nine, I don't know. Seven could be seven. Could be <laughs> well, eight. Eight, I don't eight, know. eight and nine made your opening song. So we'll say he's seven then. Ooh. So yes. Yeah, so eight. Wait, eight? No, eight was Dougie Snakes. Do we I get to be about- ten? Wait, am I ten? No, you're not ten. You. That's I quit. Fuck this show. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I, I think you're fifteen, actually. Fifteen. Yeah. Wow. 
we're 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 moving along. We're clipping along pretty nice, which is kind of good considering the other podcast only made it to ten. So yes. you know, fifteen yes. is five more than that. I like it. I like it. Keep it yeah. going. If I'm fifteen, <laughs> I want to I want to come back at like forty five. Forty five. What? What's, yeah. what's the significance there? It's a multiple of fifteen. 15, 15 30, 30 45. 45. Okay, cool. Maybe right. do you want to come back and we can have you back as like a special guest co-host or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Here, here's the question I have for you, right? Okay. And and I think everyone that is going to listen is dying to know that knows you and watches your stuff. Um, are you are you a liberal? <laughs> yes. No, I'm not. But I, I love this question. I love this so much. I, I love this because with, with, with my page, if you follow my page, you're going to see two distinct themes. You're going to see me making a joke and being a dumbass, or you're going to see me talking about very complex, difficult subject matter. Yep. And so, and so when people see that, that's always, that's always like, I, I get a lot of comments on stupid liberals. Fuck. And I get a lot of that. And I, yeah, I love I it. Do. I love it so much. That's why I'm so asking. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this, the best way I can describe, cause I don't, I don't really, um, have an affinity for one way or the other. Like I could, I couldn't describe myself as a particular view politically, but if, if someone were to listen to this, I would describe myself as I believe, I believe that, that you can fly. Yes. But more importantly, I have a property line with a fence around it. I believe within that property, I personally should have the freedom to dig a hole and build a pool set up a shooting range and do whatever the hell I want on that property because it's mine. Up to and including shooting trespassers. Absolutely. Fuck. Yeah, I, I do. I do believe I should have full freedom within my property. And like, that's, that's not a very liberal view. No, you know, but then th th there's other areas where I, I like, but I also believe everyone should earn a living wage. I believe everyone should have clean drinking water and access to food. Yep. You know, maybe not sirloin or, you know, top loin steaks and fucking lobster, but enough food to keep you alive and healthy. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's this weird dichotomy. Like I don't, I can't really say I'm a liberal, I do, but I do have some of the beliefs. The, yes. the big, the big thing for me, especially if you watch my, my more, you know, uh, intense talking videos is none of it from, from my perspective is about the government. I have never talked about the government, like as of Trudeau, as of Pierre, as of uh, Daniel Smith, I, I don't talk about the government, but I will talk about something that I can verify through scientific information. And there, there's a bit of a disconnect there when people when people see these types of things because if you if you're not willing to look into the data of things, you may have an opinion based on emotions. Yep, and then 100%. and then and then the emotional opinion is where you get these political perspectives, and I I just don't agree with that because I, I want everything to have a, a data compartment. Yeah, everything's got to make sense. It no fuck no. <laughs> no, not at all. Not not in the slightest manner whatsoever. But it has to be verifiable, right? Okay. You know, we we can we can verify 
spooky action at a distance, which is uh, uh, a quantum entanglement. Electri- uh, so <laughs> um, I don't know if everyone remembers what atoms are in, in old school, you know, atoms, protons, neutrons, they have an electron. Uh, quantum entanglement is that those particles, if you interact with an electron here, one over there recognizes the interaction. How do they know that? They're not connected. They're different things. They're separated. We can prove that. We can verify that. We, we can go into a super collider and test and verify that. That doesn't make sense. That's fucking stupid and doesn't make sense, but it's verifiable. That's what I care about. That's fair. That's fair yeah. enough. <laughs> I just thought I had to ask. I had to ask because like you get, you get a lot of those. Fucking I liberals. do. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't categorize myself as liberal because I do. You know, I, I want a gun. I want a shooting range. I want, I want all those hardcore conservative things. If someone so, breaks into my house, I want to beat the hell out of them. Yeah, I want that right. <laughs> I just want to. I want to write to. I can't hit my wife. I gotta hit someone in the house. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm in trouble for that one. <laughs> Good thing I'll be home and back again before this comes out. Okay. <laughs> Still getting late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no so the right wing and the left wing are still part of the same bird so i i think i, I was thinking about this the other day because mm-hmm. some someone had made a, a comment at me they called me like a, a dumb liberal for some reason or other you know what it was they, they called me a dumb liberal over gun laws which, which was interesting because uh i had actually showed the gun laws from the canadian legal website Yep. So it wasn't even my opinion. It was, this is what's what the law says. It's from the website, you know? And someone called me a dumb liberal. I don't understand it. And then I was thinking about that. I said, you know, from the way I view things, I'm, I'm actually kind of the opposite sense. I'm more of like an extremist right-wing isolationist because my ultimate goal is I want everyone to be left the fuck alone. Oh, shit. That is my yep. ultimate goal. Everyone yep. should be left alone and they should be left alone to do what they want. Yeah. Right. As long as I'm on my property, I'm not hurting you. It shouldn't matter what the hell I do on my property. Amen. But in turn, I shouldn't have the freedom to hurt you. You should be free to do whatever the hell you want on your property. Yep. Yep. You know? That's kind of what the right wing stands for anyways, right? Like less government in overreach, no government yeah. overreach. They just want, you know, less government. Hey, you do your thing, let us do ours, you know? Yeah, that's kind of where I sit. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and yeah, like I said, though, the left wing and the right wing are both birds, are both are both part of the same bird. Oh, so. yeah, that's, that's all it is. It's all, it's just a way for people to get mad at each other. Yeah, oh, 100%, 100%. They love it right now. Right now, the government's loving it. Uh, oh, somebody, yeah. somebody actually brought up a good, oh, so not somebody, the safety guy here. Uh, actually brought up a good uh, observation earlier about, you know, in the 30s in Saskatchewan, you know, during drought, right? Uh, how, you know, the Dust Bowl and whatnot. It mm-hmm. was, you know, the farmers going through drought. And he's like, think about this for a second. He's like, my my grandfather was, or my dad, I think, my dad was a farmer in Saskatchewan during the droughts of the 30s. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, but when you actually look into it and you talk to people, it had nothing to do with the weather. Right. It was the government was buying up the land, paying the farmers not to sell their crop or not to grow their crops. And then they were, you know, buying people out that that refused 
that wanted oh, to really? grow crop anyways. And what followed that? Because, you know, it, uh, there was star- starvation and hunger. But what followed that uh, was the same thing that happens all throughout history. If you notice the trends, World War II happened. Right? It was mm-hmm. a distraction. It was going on everywhere. Not just Saskatchewan, but it was going yeah. on everywhere. And then, you know, you look at where we're at now. Well, COVID was just fucking big fucking disaster of a that, fucking bullshit. I don't know what to call it. And I, I have I have I have such a mixed feelings too. about about COVID because the, the 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 science of the virus, the science of the disease, the the all of that is true and accurate and verifiable. The way our government handled it, the way the leaders handled it, not just our country but every country handled it, is a completely separate thing. But unfortunately, their handling of real information was so fucking bad. And then you get you get the media in there perpetuating this, making it worse. Just made such a shit storm to the point where pe- people who are, are unable to understand the real data because it's getting so lost in the noise of the garbage. There was different information moving so quickly at yeah. everyone all the time. It was like, yeah. what do you believe in? And if you just didn't shut the TV off, which a lot of people <laughs> couldn't do, because it was like, oh, my God, what's happening in our world today, right? Well, yeah. Can I go outside yet? Can I go see my dying grandmother? And you know what I mean? Like, uh, people couldn't and, just and shut it, it off. If you, don't, yeah. if you don't know how to discern the signal from the noise, that's where you get into trouble. And then yeah. it becomes this emotional battle because you, you, you've lost the signal now. What I think happened in all of that was a few months into it, you know, you know, when they told you not to travel for Easter, this is going to be a different Easter. Oh, is that you giving the look to the, to the, my, to my the wife lady? just walked in. She had, you're not on camera. My wife just walked in and she yeah, had a very are. long day. I see what you're showing us there. <laughs> no, she had, she had a long day. So we're, we're going to shut her down. I'm going to go visit with her now that she's home. Uh, 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 Unless you got one more question, we'll answer. I, I, I want to finish up what I was going to say, and then I got one more question. Okay. All right. So I think, you know, when they said, hey, uh, don't travel for Easter, stay away from your family, it's going to be a different Easter. Uh, they had everybody until they themselves went and traveled for Easter. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, but, but, you know, I'm just going to add on that. That verifies my point, right? It's yeah. that's when the when the leaders didn't handle the data properly and fucked it up. Yeah. So so where 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 I'm trying to go, I guess, um, is that um, I think it was impossible for for governments all around the world. You couldn't win, no, no. matter what they did. The no. right side, the left side, they couldn't win no. because half the population wanted this, half wanted that. So no. you know they couldn't win. And I think by the time they realized that they had fucked up. If they realize that, hey, if we backtrack on this now, it's bad. It looks bad. So they had yeah. to just par for the course, stay the course. It's like, yeah, you know, you guys, you're dumb, but we got to par. Go, go with the mm-hmm. course. Uh, all right. So, so last question, how I always like sure. to end, end things here is, uh, okay. you know, Mount Rushmore has four of the most influential people in history, American Ooh. history on it. Uh, maybe if, eh. but, uh, depending so, on how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how you feel. So, um, who would be on your Mount Rushmore and why four most influential people in your life? In, 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 
you know what we're, we're gonna there's obviously the most obvious people a lot of people say like you know my dad is one you know and, and my and my dad especially because my entire life he always yelled at me ask questions ask questions ask questions that was like his mantra to everything ask questions carly you know but it, it, let's move away from the obvious things that everyone says you know particular family members um i would say richard Feynman. Okay. Uh, if you don't know who is Richard Feynman, is a famous physicist. He is uh, most known for the Challenger shuttle crash in the 1980s. He's the one that he, when the when the Challenger went up and it blew up before it even exited the atmosphere, he was the one that actually showed on media what it was, and it was a simple O-ring. He was explaining that, and I, I, I like him specifically because of his his influence in in physics and science was huge, but he was also a very prominent. Um, he was big into art and into music and into culture as well. And, and I love that balance. And I, I think for someone that far in society, that's a huge thing that people should look up and aspire to be knowledgeable and cultural. Oh shit. You know? So that, that, that's a huge one. I, I'm a big fan of that. Um, beyond that, it gets, I'm not too sure. You know, there's, there's so many huge influential people in this world and people have influenced my life. Like I said, my, my father was a huge impact on my life. Um, I, I'm not sure I could give you four. I'm huh? not sure I could give four. Give me, give me three. Cause it, cause yeah. Cause so uh, let me think here. So my, my biggest things that I want in the world is I want, I want knowledge and understanding. So there's, we got, we got Feynman. There's that. I want, I want to grow and experience and do more. So that'll be my dad. That's where I get that from. I want people to matter. I want to be able to care for people and make sure everyone's needs are met. And I want society to be better in that aspect so people can live more comfortably. That comes from my sister. Shout out Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> so if I were to say like the three pillars of my personality, it would be those three people. So that, that's, that's what we'll give you. We'll give you my sister, my dad, and then the famous physicist, Richard Feynman. <laughs> awesome. All right, man. Th thanks for coming on, buddy. This was actually a lot of fun. And uh, you go, go hang out with your wife and you, you go get some. Get some for me. <laughs> send me pictures. Send me text messages of the details. I don't care. Uh, Absolutely. You know, do it up. And, and shout out to the only person that's been on the podcast so far that's actually been on the throne with Dick. You know, Ooh. like you, you were on. I think you're the only one that I've had on the podcast so far that's actually been on, on the throne with Dick, my short series on TikTok. You were on my throne. I was on your throne. Yep. And boy, was there some staining going on there. <laughs> all right, my friend, you have yourself a great night. All right, buddy, you have a good one. And uh, everyone, you guys, you all stay frosty. How do I turn it off? <laughs> well, don't turn me off. You do a good job turning me on.